Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop podcast today i'm ridiculously excited because this is the first i've got twins on the show the incredible singer songwriters and producers hope and millie from the ktna welcome to the waffle shop hi thank you so much for having us I'm just going to give myself like a bit of a round of applause there because that was quite (laughs) a lot to say i'm a little bit out of breath but (laughs) (laughs) thank you for joining me honestly i'm genuinely really excited because I feel like this is going to be one of those episodes that in like a year's time I'm going to look back on and like yep I had them on my show so Aww. I'm very excited for this oh, thank you very much we appreciate that very very much I'm sorry if there's a bit of a gap between speaking we're just going to try and alternate between speaking so one of us doesn't speak too much <laughs> <laughs> have you like rehearsed this like okay are we gonna have like a little signal to be like well no <laughs> That's twin telepathy right now. That, you, oh, you is that a thing? <laughs> no, it actually isn't. It actually isn't. But oh. we did, had another interview earlier today, so we're kind of used to over Zoom. So we're kind of used to like just giving each right. other. A, but You're professionals. Both, both pause just to see who wants to speak first. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's a pause. For it. You know what, that's actually really nice because that, with my siblings, I mean, we're not twins, but that would not happen. (laughs) It would just be outright war. (laughs) Well, in everyday life, it doesn't happen. But over Zoom, we try our best to behave. (laughs) Yeah, we have to have a bit of decorum, don't we, Hope, or everything will fall apart. Just a dash. dash. Well, if I don't take anything else away from this episode, I'm taking, (laughs) if you don't have any decorum, it all falls (laughs) apart. (laughs) 
Exactly. Thank you very much. Oh my God, thank you so much, Taylor, for having us. It's been a pleasure. Join me next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Oh, well, you kind of feel awkward now because I, I normally start each one of my episodes with something called the weekly waffle which is something that's pissed me off that I can get off my chest but I feel like we're riding a bit of a wave now like a positivity wave so I'm gonna oh, kind of it's a what's off all day I've got a list I of things this part. <laughs> um but do, do you know what do you know what's really really pissed me off this week I mean it, it's Tuesday but it's really you no know, it's, it's it's getting there um and I don't know why I do this, but it's when you're in like those hours of scrolling through TikTok and it's those videos that predict your future. They don't predict your future, but you know, when you get, <laughs> you get so walked up like, oh, this initial is thinking of you and you sat there like <laughs> watching it thinking, who do I know that begins with a K <laughs> that could be thinking of me? That's brilliant. That is- it, but it's just, it's so stupid, but every time. It gets me every goddamn time. What was the initial of the person, if you don't mind me asking? K. Sorry. K. It was a K. So I don't know anyone with it. Well, I do know a few. My best friend's name begins with a K. So unless they're thinking of me, but probably because why my right ear was burning. So it's probably, <laughs> this probably explains a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, despite well, it all. If you play this sound, then a miracle is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, what about everyone's? If you play this sound, then your dream... Uh, partner's gonna text you or your crush is gonna text you and it's like i've been playing this out <laughs> i was straight and nobody no text. one's text <laughs> no dominoes. one's <laughs> dominoes have messaged again <laughs> thank you for that i feel better already That's i'm nice. gonna throw it over to you both i think this is the first time we've got three weekly waffles so i'm 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 excited for this what, what's been pissing you off he's going first all right i'll start so my the thing that's pissed me off this week yeah is a guy called Andrew Tate. Oh, yes. Okay. This is... No so idea who Andrew Tate was, in it, And then, um, I think a week ago, there was something about Andrew Tate. I saw this video saying, go to Andrew Tate's profile and see which one of your friends, which males you know in your life, are following Andrew Tate. And I was like, why, who's Andrew Tate? So I went and I looked at all the people I know who were following Andrew Tate and I was disgusted, right? (laughs) Then this morning, I go on Twitter and there is a montage of all the things that Andrew Tate has ever said, right? And I was appalled. I was disgusted. There's some things I can't, I don't mm. think I can say on here, but basically, uh, <laughs> he's a sexist pig. Yeah, yeah, he's very misogynist. Uh, he's very, from, especially from like a male's point. I feel like he's setting the male kind of the the opinion that people have on males mm-hmm. way back. Right, and I feel like he's he's teaching a lot of young people, especially young lads, just disgusting things just just like disgusting views on like women the world and is that whole kind of like if you're not up at 6am like you're lazy kind of attitude and oh it's just mm-hmm. it's I, just a tit is he yeah. a baby person does he just say wild stuff well, yeah been banned now so this is how i uh, come to know him he's been banned off every site right but what's pissed me off and what's worried me the most is that 
we as women and as men, right, we don't know who our significant others are listening to in podcasts. And I think it's something that we should ask, that it should be a question like, who do you listen to? What? Who is it that you take advice off of in podcasts? Who do you spend hours listening to? What rhetoric is it that you uh, prefer? And, like, there must be so many women at the moment that are like, wow, I didn't even realise that my fellow or men didn't even realise that my significant other uh, loves Andrew Tate and therefore holds all these horrible views. Mm. Like, you and, know what? That is brilliant. Right? That is a fucking brilliant question. Right? So, well, so we- because uh, there's another famous podcaster, I won't put him on blast, but his, 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 his uh, name rhymes with... Hulk Hogan, um, and uh, he—he's another one. It's like you know, you got you got people do spend hours consuming other people's opinions, don't they? They just spend hours upon hours, like, and sometimes they're kind of wild, like the things that they're coming out with. But because we don't ask those kind of questions, it's a bit like what books do you read? I don't know many people who say to you, "Oh, what books are you reading at the moment?" Um, but even like you know, what I mean, like books you can, yeah head with whatever the same way with with podcasts and people's opinions and people speaking and people have the right to I feel like this is a podcast episode on its own like (laughs) should we be questioning like what people are listening to because it's the same like you get like kind of I mean you guys must have felt this at some point like you get kind of like music snobs right and so if you get like the same thing that people are obviously podcasts are in brand new form or not brand new, but like they're a form of like content that people are spending hours and hours of consuming. But if they're kind of consuming the wrong kind of like content and then they're kind of regurgitating that and then they have like they're adopting that kind of person's views. That is a brilliant question. It I feel is. like I'm, I'm going to write, I'm going to listen to this back and write it down. <laughs> question as someone who has a podcast does it ever occur that to you that someone might be listening to all your views and but it's, it's the same for me to be fair I make music to be consumed yeah my are somewhat aligned with the the views of my listeners but I think because we say less than podcasts do maybe we have less of a effect what do you think I don't know now I feel like with the comments and kind of the impact that it has, I hope it's done it in a in a positive way. Like I know, like there's people that message and say, like, oh, like you've helped me, you've got me through like a bit of a shit time. But if I was ever putting anything out there, because I'm a big believer in like if I'm consuming content that doesn't quite sit right with me, I'll hit the unfollow button. Like I don't want to be scrolling and seeing like negativity, things I don't agree with. So I mean, if people are listening to this and kind of feeling that way then no not a bad way but more no but like, no but it's, it's a very valid question i think it's brilliant follow what you say and they listen to your views and they kind of hang off your every word in an influencer's yeah. kind of sense and i think oh, that's I what you're trying to say though is like the influence that we all have on others and unknowingly the influence we have on others yeah and, oh, like the other thing is you can spend so many hours in this rabbit hole and and it's not just even like reading a blog or writing a blog anymore, you know, like how they used to be like things like Perez Hilton and he'd be nasty and whatever. Mm-hmm. Be a person and hear a person and see a person's face and facial expressions and um, mannerisms whilst they're doing it. And 
aggressiveness and all these things, toxic masculinity. I think it is something that we should, it should be a question that's posed to people, definitely that we're meeting new in within romantic settings, especially for women, because Andrew Tate holds such disdain. Yeah. I think that it is something that we should, you know, like ask like, what are you consuming in your day? Like on the way to work or in the shower? Or what is it that you were consuming? Because I'm sure that a lot of women over the past few days, I've heard the men talking about Andrew Tate and then mm -hmm. seen the articles and been like, oh my God, my, my fella's listening to him every day in the shower, yeah. or every day on the way to work. And I didn't even realise that this is going on and like this is how he actually feels, right? Mm. This is, I feel like this is probably one of the best weekly waffles I've ever had on the show. <laughs> I mean, no pressure now. <laughs> I feel silly now, <laughs> moaning about. <laughs> no, because my one, my one is actually silly. My my weekly peeves. So, where my boyfriend lives, like, um, there's somebody who has like a dog in it, and they just talk to it horribly, and all I can hear, yeah, is like they let the dog out, and they're just like, "Get here now!" Fucking, you're like swearing at it and yeah. talking to it. And I just think, yo, listen. I wouldn't talk to a human being the way you talk to this dog. Why are you talking to the dog like that? Like, I want to go over and just, like, grab it. And it makes me think, why do people have animals if they don't like them? I know. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about us that as animals... Why wouldn't humans have an animal if you don't like the effect they have on your household? Do you think it's like a <laughs> dominance thing? Do you reckon it's like, oh, I like you to know that I'm in charge of this house or... Perhaps. I mean, I, it, it probably could be. It probably is a dominant thing, and it's like a you do what I tell yeah. you. But I just tell by the manner in which they speak to the dog. The dog doesn't listen to what, what they're saying anyway. So it doesn't really matter whether they're screaming at it the way they do. The dog's yeah. like, you're not, you're not but the then, dog. But then, I suppose if they are screaming at I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not like a, <laughs> like a dog trainer in my spare time or anything like that. <laughs> but, like, I imagine if you're constantly spoken to at certain level you're not going to know any different so that dog would be so accustomed to be shouting at and like doing whatever it needs to be doing where if they actually probably whispered to the dog the dog would freak out and be like okay i need to listen now i can't hear you i need to listen i don't, I don't know obviously that might be a thing might be a psychologist also in your spare time a dog psychologist you've actually got oh, do you know what my <laughs> podcast has just been on blast <laughs> so i'm just gonna <laughs> So, do you, what? you always need a plan B. <laughs> always need a plan B. Well, I want to get into something now that I am... Because we mentioned the heat word earlier. And I have to kind of... I'm going to point the finger at you guys now because I'm blaming you for this ridiculous heat wave. You know, quite clearly, summer is not dying. Because <laughs> of us. Yeah, news. Us. <laughs> it never dies. It is an absolute banger. It was one of those songs that I felt like I never knew I needed. Oh, thank you. It's just that it's like I don't. I can't even describe it. It just takes me. I feel like it's like my song of the summer. You know when, which we I haven't had, and I was actually moaning about this probably about a couple of months ago, saying there hasn't been a song or someone released a song that's like that's the song of the summer. There's been nothing like that. And then when I heard that, I was like, 
oh this is nice and then every day since it's been oh it's getting hotter isn't it it's, it's getting a little bit <laughs> so thank you for keeping oh. summer alive but obviously what a banger tell me thank about it much. thank you I actually wrote that song um for my boyfriend for his birthday like a summer ago um oh. uh, yeah I just wanted to make him something that was uh because I'm not a very like lovey dovey person in music. That's not my thing. There's a million things to write about, and and love is only one of them. So I try not to write like lovey dovey songs. That's not really us, is it? No. Uh, we turned our cap at this. We turned the cap at this, and it actually went. It worked out really well. I just wanted something that felt timeless, that felt kind of like you was a kid again, like kind of like. <laughs> yep. A teenager, like you know, like oh, oh, yeah, like I wanted that basically. So that's how. You know that what though, it's really weird hearing that, and this is what I get like a bit of a music nerd when it comes to this, especially when I have the artists on who sing and have created these like incredible pieces of work. That's how I felt. It felt like I was. It was summer. It was a kid. You know, it reminded me of like those old kind of like Kodak disposable cameras. <laughs> that's Kodak the vibe. Button. Yeah, that's the vibe that when I was listening to it, that's like how I felt. It was really bizarre, especially now that you've said it. I was like, yeah, oh, I feel that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I wanted it to feel kind of, I didn't want it to feel like it was from 2021 at the time. I wanted it to feel like it could have been from kind of any era, a weird era and kind of old fashioned. So I'm glad you got that from it. I'm really glad. You said weird era as if 2021 wasn't weird. So well, <laughs> <laughs> Was... Yeah, right, speaking of that well, I don't want to say the P word, but speaking of that time, obviously you released resurgence in that time of you know the world kind of being in the lockdown. Like well, how was that? Like was was it just a case of like, well, we've got this time now, do we just throw ourselves into it? Like how did that kind of play out for you? Well, um, Well, I think, did we put Resurgence out during? Right, um, yeah. Of the, so, yeah. Oh, did we Life Under Siege at the beginning? And so Resurgence like, end? Yeah, no, Life Under Siege came out like six months before the pandemic. Yeah. And we out Resurgence right at the end of the pandemic. Yeah. And yeah. we, so basically throughout the whole pandemic, we'd been making music and we'd put out our first um, EP, Life Under Siege. And it didn't really, not that it didn't do well, but it didn't do as well as I'd hoped within the first six months. And then we got locked down and our streams went through the roof. We'd never been listened to more before. We were getting messages from everywhere. And that's what gave us the name Resurgence for the new thing, because it gave us a new lease of life, like after... The first one came out, we were a little disappointed with the rollout and how many people had heard it. And then when we got into lockdown, it was like people just listened to our music and discovered us. So that's where we came up with the name Resurgence because for some reason during lockdown, it, we did get a resurgence and it, it was beautiful and it was nice to be able to write during that time, even though it was such a crazy time, just working at home by ourselves and there was something very like authentic and raw about being able to do that, which was, we were blessed to do. Like that time was, it was actually a very nice time to create music. 
you know what? I find it so ref- refreshing. To be fair, I'm going to go back to the kind of like resurgence and end of siege because it feels like a before and after yeah. kind of vibe. It was like you kind of end of siege. We're going into this really weird, surreal situation. So again, I keep feel like I feel like I'm such a nerd. Like I feel that. I feel what you're writing. No, I, that's what we want. That's what we want. We want people to feel something when they listen. And if you feel something, then we've done our job. So it's the biggest compliment you could give us. Oh, well, you you do it very very well. With with obviously coming back with research, did you find like so going back to what I was saying about the pandemic? Obviously, I know it was devastating for a lot of people, and it kind of forced a lot of people to stop. For me, I'm very grateful of it because it gave me, for the first time ever, it, it made me find my voice and who Taylor was, and I wouldn't have the waffle shop without it. Do you feel like I kind of get the impression? I don't want to kind of put words into your mouth, but there was there's a similar theme here of like you took that time to like figure out who you were and like what you wanted to sing about. Like you say now, like words like raw and like did you kind of really take things back to like who you were to research? I guess. I think what's crazy is we'd already had our own personal pandemic prior to the oh, pandemic. Okay. Like, yeah. We felt like we'd already been locked down and kind of like kept away and isolated from others. We already felt like we'd experienced that. So when the pandemic did come, it didn't feel as alien to us, I think, as it yeah. probably to everyone else. We'd already felt like we kind of was closed off from the world. Like anyway, um, so it Why was. Why a- was that, if you don't mind? Well, we just. We would had a really hard time. We'd um, just come out of a deal. We were in in America for okay. six years, was it? Were we there? Oh, wow. And um, and it was really tough. We we really struggled. We had a really abusive um, business relationship over there with our manager, and um, so when we came back, we weren't really the same people anyway. Yeah. And got back to England, kind of. We lived in a studio for a year. We slept on the floor of a studio for a year in London. My friends blow wow. up bed together. It had shows. It had no shows, nothing. Yeah. Wow. And even when we lived in Atlanta, to an extent, we were isolated because we lived in a house where, and we had no money, so we couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. We just lived in that house and we felt like we were going crazy. So we've kind that's what life under siege meant at the time we were talking about our time living life under siege and then everybody went to living life under siege it was wild which was oh, right really- so we're now having a ridiculous heat wave because of resurgence <laughs> and we're having life under siege because of <laughs> do you yeah. know could you could you just write about like something positive or something <laughs> 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 Yeah, it is all our fault. Maybe write about Taylor winning the lottery or something. Yeah, <laughs> nice. write about me winning the lottery. Please, <laughs> I'm gonna write about myself winning. Oh, uh, do you know what though? I I love this show because this to me is what the podcast stands for. It's people who have taken their pain, their experiences, whether it's law of heartbreak, mental health, whatever it might be, and have turned it into like these incredible pieces of art when you see like your instagram posts or you listen to your albums or even like the visuals for it they they are very very well put together very like artistic is that another side 
to what you do? Is it like a complete outlet? Because I imagine with that kind of like the relationship that you had with like the Americans um, and kind of obviously coming back to the UK and like the studio, I imagine that came with a bit of a roller coaster of a up and down when it came to like mental states and what's happening next. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important when we came back from the States, um, we decided that we were going to just take full control of our lives. So we decided we were going to produce and learn how to engineer and do everything in-house. And the same way with visuals, like we think about all of our visuals, we come up with all of the concepts, we usually write the treatments and I'm going to be directing the next video, we're going to direct the thing. And Amazing. I that as much... It sounds wild, but um, we had so much power stripped away from us that um, when we came back here, we wanted to be able to be ourselves and have the reins. So from visuals to production to all the things that I've just spoken about, it really is, is also when you see anything, the KCNA, it's come from us too. It always has. It's always come from us too, not from another person, not from some A&R telling us this is how you should look. Because that was the other thing is like, it's been a long journey of like discovering what we want to look like because we was always told like in Atlanta, you're fat, you're ugly, are you black or are you white? All crazy things. You dress like a slut. You don't dress like... All these crazy things, yeah. So now, anything that you see of us... We approve. It's 110% used. It's us. <laughs> and if you don't like it, <laughs> I'm sorry about it. I don't know what to do. Don't, don't ever apologise oh. for that. Yeah. No way. Yeah, no. It's true. Love that. Mm. So with, like, I mean, I'm, I'm getting all, like, pumped up now. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go for a wheelie bin or something. Um, <laughs> when it comes to the inspirations and stuff behind the music. Like music is my biggest coping mechanism, whether I'm sad or, you know, happy or I'm having a bit of a rough time. Music is my go-to to either get me to where I need to be. I imagine with you being the incredible artist that you are, do you have your go-tos? Like, do you have a, the songs that kind of bring out that emotion in you? Oh, yeah, of course. If I want to have a right good cry, I'd put on my whole McDonald's, I can let go now. And I'll have a right good cry. Ooh, okay. Uh, I, the, you know, like, there are songs in my arsenal that I've collected over the years that just really can, oh, just got me like a fish, to be fair. So, um, you like a fish? <laughs> I, I love being gutted like a fish, I'll tell you that much. You know? I, love, I mean, but, so, like, when I feel so sad and, like, alone and, like how we all feel, like you need something to listen to that makes you reminds you that another person in the world has felt as low as this. Another person in the world has felt as like as lonely as me, has felt as frightened as I feel, or you know what I mean? Like, and that's really what I look to music for, like to is to not feel like I'm the only one. Yeah. I honestly think that is the most beautiful way I've heard that being put. <laughs> thank you honestly because that it's the truth though isn't it like like Adele's 19 album for me is is that album like every song on there kind of 
it's, it's weird when it comes to that like she speaks to me like I feel like she's like soundtracking kind of my life yeah but it's exactly what you just said it's like that reassurance and that kind of kind of comfort blanket in a way that oh okay I'm not the only one who's going through this or who is feeling like this at that time mm-hmm. that's brilliant and the thing is I think what people don't know about artists is we write these songs in hopes that other people will find meaning in our sadness that's the 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 risk you take like for being so candid especially like for Hope and I we're very very honest in our music about how we feel but the risk you take is to be honest and open and and it's like a therapeutic thing when you do write these songs you're trying to find meaning in your own pain but when others do relate to it, it it's like um it can't be described it's what we need it's what we do it yeah. for mm. well, I suppose it is it is like therapy though isn't it yeah it is for the person who listens and for the person who writes it yeah. what it is like it's therapy and also there's an amazing power of music that if you listen to we only know this after life on the siege but apparently the brain releases serotonin when you're sad and you listen to a sad song, unusually, because it gives you a feeling of being understood and seen. And so therefore the brain actually releases serotonin when you're sad and you listen to sad music. How amazing is that? I swear to God, like <laughs> the pair of you are completely <laughs> blowing my mind. <laughs> uh-huh. Honestly, I've never known a conversation like this. I, oh, I never oh, knew that either. Oh, thanks. Well, it's true. So can, can you just like questions? release a podcast? Because I feel like I'm, this is the content that I need to could be consuming. <laughs> oh, don't ask me. The thing is, though, I'm I like I feel like I'd love to have a podcast, but I don't know. I feel a bit silly. I don't know what I'd sit, like talk no. about. I sit in front of a fucking waffle. <laughs> don't feel silly. Oh, the waffle again. <laughs> well, Taylor, can I ask you a question? So, who's your go-to make me feel better artist? Who do you go to? I feel like this is where you're probably going to disconnect the phone. No, I won't disconnect. Um, Pitbull. <laughs> right <What>? now, <laughs> Pitbull. Um... I'm trying not to you, but can you um continue on? Purely because... Mr. Purely... 305. Mr. 305. Mr. Mr. Worldwide. Worldwide. Exactly. Oh, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Mr. Worldwide. Thank Hi. you. Some respect on his name. Thank Hi. you very much. <laughs> Purely because everything, and it, I'm kind of like this as well, like I've got with Akon as well. They've, mm. They were brought up in like some very like diverse kind of upbringing upbringings and surroundings and they always seem to give back they're doing the things and I think when someone does nice things for their mom or they you can tell that they were raised right they were giving stuff back and Pitbull's that person for me and he like the it's just like it's so cheesy so so cheesy but there's like some of the lines of this song is like every day above ground is a blessing Mm -hmm. now if you had Beyonce sing that everyone be like yes yes like beautiful pitbull says i mean everyone i'm that person for pitbull say yes but beautiful beautiful no but i like and, that I but it's that. that kind of it's i have a weird thing with lyrics and yeah. i feel like pitbull is that for me that's oh. nice 
But we're obviously ignorant to Pitbull. I've not listened to his lyrics enough, so I can't really laugh because that I, I didn't actually think you were going to say that. I was actually deeper meaning for what you had to say then about. <laughs> I, I clearly no, but I clearly haven't listened. I don't. I've not listened to his music in a way that I like. I probably should have. I'm not noticed yeah. that about him, but that's what I, I mean. mean. It I, is like it is proper like cheesy. It is. It's, 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 it's an instant good mood for me but yeah, there's something about like the lyrics and just like when I went when everything happened with like my mum I went to Bali on one of those trips to like I'm gonna go find myself I'm gonna have some like time out kind of thing and there was it was literally every night every kind of bar I went to every like beach wherever like I was guaranteed to hear a pitbull yeah. song so now to me that has kind of soundtracked quite like a painful time for me and it's created new memories and kind of, yeah, it's 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 weird, but I'm <laughs> he's that that's person nice. for me. That's beautiful, and I'm <laughs> so sorry that I'm so ignorant to Mister Three Hundred Five and Mister Worldwide because oh, every day is a school day, though. We've all yeah. we've all learned something today, so. I'm in school, and uh, I actually think that's the power of music. That's the magic of music. That right there, like. It's the soundtrack and it's changed. It's a soundtrack to a painful time in your life, but also to a transformative time in your life. And definitely that's so powerful. It's beautiful. And now, like when I hear those songs, it's kind of like remember where you were when you heard that. Whether it's on holiday or even it's like mentally, because when I was when I went to Bali, like I was not in a good way at all. Whereas now I can kind of listen to those songs and be like, do you know what? Fair play to you. Yeah. And you come a long way. Yeah. See that? Oh, music's amazing. Like so just, good. Music is amazing. Like, do you know like those times where you'll be somewhere and a song will just start playing and you'll never forget it for the rest of your life? Yeah. Those things like just pff, unreal. Like, for example, me and my sister, um, when we was in Atlanta, we used to lay on the deck and I, and I used to sing um Coldplay All the Stars to Hope when we were really bad so like now I can't hear that song like but when I do hear it I do think about how far we've come from where we were Definitely. beautiful thing it's beautiful do you know what I'm throwing it out there I feel like this is one of the best waffles I've had because I feel all like I feel like it's a mo- roller coaster of emotions this me too <laughs> I me feel too. all inspired I feel like I'm gonna go and write an album and yeah. not sing yeah. I can't sing for shit but <laughs> Got all that. got all that's true. That. That's true. I did release a song with Sean Paul. That's like a. You did... Are you are you yeah. joking? No, well, kind of, but not so joking. That he, I, I had him on the show, and wow. the whole conversation, I was like, just ask him to sing a few bars. Just ask him to do it, and he did it. And then I kind of did some back. I mean, I'm the most whitest of whites <laughs> when it comes to rapping, and. Literally, yeah, I turned it into like a, I think it was like a 20 second little. little I'm going to get Sam to find it right after. (laughs) I'm going to find this. Yeah. Okay, okay, so speaking, because obviously Sean Paul gets me on the dance floor, like guaranteed, as soon as I hear Jodie and Rebecca, I'm gone. Literally, (laughs) I'm there. What song gets you guys on the dance floor? (laughs) I don't know if you could take it. I know you want to see me naked, naked, naked. I want to be your baby, baby, either. You know, <laughs> why the thoughts I love. Oh, yes. Oh, that is so good. Wild Thoughts is a good one. Wild Thoughts is a good one. Any Do back out, 
exactly on the floor. Yeah. Even even the original Santana. That yeah. as soon as I hear that, that yep. I'm gonna lie. Yes, for me it's two thousand R and B. If you want me to dance all night, you better get some two thousands R and B on, please, for me, because I will be all over the dance floor. Beyonce, J Lo, anything, anything yes. that's like into my um pop girl fantasy, my R and B pop girl fantasy, please play it. If I can get on the dance floor and pretend like I'm in a music video, that's for me. That I love that. that. Mm-hmm. Do you know who I miss? Randomly, who? it just popped into my head. Kerry Hilson. Oh, where's she, where's she been? Um, we love Kerry. Yes. I got by the dive. Pardon? Yeah, she did get that by the dive. Yeah. She got what? You know Ooh. that? Come on. So basically, Kerry Hilson's career was ended because she said something about Beyonce and she never recovered from it because the beehive wouldn't let her live. Beehive didn't let her live. She basically got given like a, a a magazine on the red carpet, Kerry Hills, Kerry Hilson, and she got asked to hold it up and speak. And she said she looked. She said, "Who's on the cover?" She looked at the cover, saw it was Beyonce, and said, "No." And that's why she got canned. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, but that like you wouldn't. If if I went on it, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna ever do this. Like, if I was on a pod, if on a red carpet, and someone that gave me a magazine with another podcaster on, I'd be like, well, "Why am I holding this?" Well, that's what she says. That's what Kerry says. But the beehive wasn't for listening to it. The very busy bees. Yeah. Very busy bees. I mean, I'm a Beyonce fan, so I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna go down, down that road. No, no, no. no. I, I, I want nothing with the hive. I don't want no troubles with the hive. No. I'm just telling the story of what happened. <laughs> I'm not I don't want to get stung. Don't send the bees after me. I am a fan, please, please. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, speaking of busy bees, mm-hmm. I hear of, well, obviously, summer, festival season kicking off, but leading into the tour. November is going to be very, very busy for you. It is indeed. So for someone who hasn't been to the KTNA, oh my God. KTNA. KTNA. I don't even know what that was. I was still still vibing there. (laughs) What can people expect from your gigs? Well, our gigs are full on. They're emotional. You're expected to sing at all times. Everybody's required <laughs> as singers. Like when you buy your ticket, you are applying to be a background singer and you will be expected to work that night. Yeah. <laughs> Learn your lyrics. After us, whenever we ask you to sing, you're allowed to cry, scream. We laugh a lot because we just say stupid shit on stage. We're like the Chuckle Brothers. And uh, <laughs> it's like a very, it's like coming to our shows are so filled with so many different people. There's people of all ages, all demographics, all sexualities, all spectrums from everywhere, right? And it's just like a beautiful boiling pot of everybody getting together to enjoy good live music because we have a great band like our band are amazing and just enjoy one another and to be honest and open for the night because it's a very like people say it's a very emotional 
experience coming to one of our shows and it is but it's beautiful it's so expect to cry we cry yeah. God, I feel like this is a lot of pressure now because I'm coming to see you at the Hare and Hounds in Birmingham. Oh yeah! So now I'm like, now I'm there's a lot of pressure being added now because I'm <laughs> there every night with my my sheets. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Oh. You <laughs> know your words, baby. Know your words and keep the pitch just right, baby. Yeah. Like, what's that noise? You'd be outside going. Oh. <laughs> I'm <warming> <laughs> Oh, exactly. exactly. I don't know. I do not sound like that. <laughs> that that was that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> oh. oh, honestly, you both have been. I think it's honestly one of my favorite waffles that I've had. Like you've oh. brought the energy, like, and I'm so, genuinely, and I meant what I said at the start. of This, I cannot wait for like a year's time. Not that I'm wishing life away. We obviously <laughs> we've just had two years taken off us, <laughs> but. Yeah. I'm genuinely excited to be like, I had them on my show. Oh, so keep doing what you're doing because you are absolutely smashing it. And the, the songs, are, like you said earlier, they're, they're timeless. Like they are taking you people back and kind of, yeah, remind them of the good times. And there's thank still you. good times to be had. So yeah. thank you for joining me for a waffle. Thanks. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.